EBS Broadcast presents. Whoa, are we in an airport right now? I don't think so. We're in the EBS studio. About to get going and kick off an episode of the EBS podcast, Just Go. And Just Go, we're going to be talking to EBS students who have done the Erasmus program. And let's talk about their trials and tribulations and what they went through and how it's made them a better person overall and what they got out of the experience. But more importantly, let's stop talking and let's just go. Hi, guys. It's Caleb again. You know, back from the holidays, I've got a bit of a cough, but don't worry. I'm not that sick. Uh, Just life and stress getting to me. But that's not a need to worry about. Why? Because in studio today, we have Kaylee from the Erasmus department in the administration, first floor, and then Arena, a returning guest to the show. Um, Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than the normal talk of discussion of people's experiences in foreign countries. Uh, We're actually going to walk you through some of the procedures and protocols in which you have to follow uh, to apply and go on an Erasmus or your study abroad trip, as well as any questions you may have. So, Carly, I guess this is the time to open the floor to you. Why do you feel it is a need to help these people go overseas? <laughs> well, going abroad um, has a wider range of benefits. So we have those uh, general ones, like um, like everybody knows about, for example, uh, improving your language skills, getting to know different cultures, also meeting uh, different people, making friends for life. But these are then the, the general ones, but we have also hidden uh, competencies, we could call them. And these are uh, skills that you develop when you go abroad. For example, problem-solving skills, um, decision-making. And these are the ones, the skills that the employers really, really value. So okay. I think that's why you should go abroad. Uh, one question that I, I've, I've kind of skirted around a couple of times and I like asking, um, now, of course, the Erasmus program is completely based on the, the concept you're going to another school to study, but also living abroad. Do you think that the Erasmus, po- uh, the Erasmus program is better suited for personal growth or educational growth? This is a mix of both, definitely. Yeah. You will grow personally, develop, because once you go out of your comfort zone, this, is a, this might sound like a cliche, but uh, it is like this, that you d- develop outside of your comfort zone. So, mm. But educationally as well, because uh, many of the universities uh, offer something that EBS doesn't, so yeah. it definitely makes sense to, to have both of them. Arena, what was the one thing from your German, your time in Germany that you pulled away, saying, this is, I got this strictly because I was in Germany and I could not get it in Estonia. Yeah, or any other country you went to or your while your time at EBS. Uh, probably the scale of the overall education they have there. It's very strict. Everything is written like to a million rules. Yeah. And you have to follow them. Here you can come to the study department and say I have like an overlap is- overlap issue uh, like I need to move my exam and they will like walk forward and uh, help you and there basically if you don't show up to the exam at this exact time date and room yeah with your id yeah and like a million more rules then it will not work but this is just one example with exams but it works on every 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 step of the way it Mm -hmm. works this way so this is new there for me but it it's a good thing because it gives you adaptability skill yes exactly and when you return you value 
perhaps EBS yes. even more. Yeah. So. So, uh, correct me wrong. You went. You did your Erasmus podcast. Uh, why do I keep saying podcast? <laughs> Uh, your Erasmus program prior to the creation of the mobility window or, the yes. or its installation? Yes, we were the last year that went for Erasmus without any mobility window. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were issues th with this. Yes. And I feel like w we were the last push for the window creation. Okay. So. And it was mainly your, was it the problems while you were at the school or your ret problems returning to the school? Which returning to returning the school. To school. Uh, which were caused by me being there. Okay. Like yeah. Um, at that note, then I must ask, because I have not done my Erasmus. I'm obviously not from this country, so this is essentially a three-year Erasmus for me. Um, what exactly is the mobility window, and how, and, and what was it priorly, and how has it changed to help better help students nowadays? Okay. So the mobility window is a special window or semester created for, uh, for bachelor students. So it's the third semester. And um, it means that all your courses you're going to take will be recognized once you return to EBS. Okay. So you will not lose any credit points. Yeah. And uh, the others who don't go abroad, the other students, they can uh, do the specialization one, once uh, the others are or abroad studying. Okay. So. Um, when it when it comes to the specialization, you mean a specialization in a specific course here or here like marketing and far oh, okay. finance? They're minor. They're minor. Exactly. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, has there been any changes since the creation of the mobili mobility window uh, to um, how you apply for the programs, or is everything still cut and dry the same as it was before? Everything is the same. We see an increase in uh, in mobility numbers, which is okay. a good thing. But uh, procedure-wise, uh, we have improved a little. We have now an application form online, whereas uh, uh, previously it was all uh, via emails. Okay. So. Um, on on that note as well, um, if I remember correctly from reading the website, it was set that you needed to complete fifteen credits to receive your scholarship fees, your scholarship from Erasmus, and to be able to attend a university. Is that that's still happening? Correct. EBS recommends thirty credits. Thirty, 30 to, whole credits. Go, exactly. But if you do get fifteen, then that's the that's the minimum. That's the minimum standard for that exactly. experience. Okay. All right. Perfect. That makes complete sense. <laughs> and I am not an endorsement for the school. Kinda. They represent me. Um, but please check me wrong. Do students also get a twenty percent discount on tuition for the semester if they choose to travel abroad? Yes, they do. That this is, is a new thing from the first of January two thousand twenty. I think that is so interesting because essentially what you're doing is you're having the European Union who's paying for the scholarship, right? For the Erasmus Prime. They pay for the Erasmus yes. one and then you get a little money back. You might have enough to pay for next semester if you exactly. manage your budget. So essentially if you're able to get in, you might get a whole free semester out of it, which is a really weird way to cheat the system, <laughs> but a good way to cheat the system. Um, when you're applying for an Erasmus, uh, what exactly is the protocol to go through? Like. I, I briefly looked over it, and it was it was like one sheet that you filled out, attach your transcripts, and a motivational letter. Is that's all? That's all that it consists of, correct? Um, yes. Uh, well, you need to have your uh, three documents ready before okay. you apply. First of all, you need to think of three universities you would like to go to. You would uh, need to fill it out in your in the application mm -hmm. in the order of your preference. And uh, you also need one needs needs to have uh, a motivation letter ready okay. plus a photo and a language certificate. Okay. So an English language certificate. All right. And uh, then uh, you'd go to EBS website yeah. under outgoing exchange students, 
and fill in uh, <clears throat> an application form, attach these three documents, and you're yeah. good to go. Arena, did you when you were applying, did you have any difficulties with that quote unquote? Or better question, uh, because you come from a Russian, you're natively Russian speaking, so you had to have your English certificate coming here, right? You mean because so I'm EBS. from Russia? Yes. Yes, I had a certificate already because it's a requirement for getting to EBS. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's IELTS, and IELTS is valid for two years. Okay. So mine was still valid, I think. Mm -hmm. Or it was maybe a month late. Yeah. I think it was still valid. Yeah. Mm. Is the school able to help recognize that? Because you've already allowed the student come. But that's 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 the requirement. IELTS is the requirement. IELTS is the requirement. It's direct document. Yes, EBS generally uh, proves the widely uh, um, wide approved uh, certificates like Yale's, TOEFL, or uh, Cambridge. Mm -hmm. But we have changed these rules uh, now from uh, from the new ac academic year. Yeah. We do accept also the certificates which are issued by EBS Language uh, Center with the minimum uh, level of B2, but you still would need to... It might be that the, <coughs> the university you're applying to still requires a, a YELTS or, or TOEFL certificate. Okay. So, But uh, to accept yeah. an application, th this is enough, the uh, EBS Language Certificate. And the motivation letter that they're sending out, are, are is it the EBS is reviewing the motivation letter or are the schools reviewing them? This would be EBS. The yes. EBS reviews it. So it's so how much of um how much of the actual application process is determined by the school you're wishing to attend and how much is determined by uh EBS itself? If that makes sense. Well, EBS is the one who decides who who can go to which university. So okay. we are valuing the motivation letter and the uh, grade point average as well. Okay. And also then the language certificate. Uh, and you only select uh, w one school per student then? Or do you give them options like here's Austria, here's Germany, pick a German-speaking country? Well, in the application process, mm -hmm. student needs to pick three universities in the order of preference. Yeah. And we, uh, of course, uh, do our best to, to offer the, the first uh, choice. Yeah. But uh, it depends on competition. If the competition is very, uh, very big, then a lot of students want to go to the same university. We uh, we can offer the second uh, option then, okay. or the second choice. Uh, Arena, then. I have a question for you. Uh, with your experience applying to Erasmus and applying with EBS to Erasmus, do you think that there's any uh, room for change or improvement on that end that the administration may not currently be looking at or seeing? Um, actually, I think it was the easiest part. Easiest application. part. Maybe, perhaps it's because I come not from a European country, so everything <laughs> that I have to apply requires ten times more effort. But uh, overall, I mean, it's just three documents. Yeah. And when you want to go somewhere, three documents is really easy. Okay. So I don't think there is yeah. a way to improve. I mean, they even give you candies. <laughs> That's <laughs> always a bonus. Um, now, if a student is in the situation where they cannot decide, they've done the research pre-hand on their own, uh, is it possible to book an appointment with you to talk about various locations that they can go to and what the possibilities are available? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Um, although we uh, we are waiting from the students that they uh, do some research themselves as well yeah. about universities. We have some uh, information about each university, okay. but uh, to go to uh, details uh, that we, we are expecting from the students to, to look around as well. Okay. But definitely it's, it's possible to book an appointment with me yeah. and uh, go through the process if there are questions there. So mm. definitely I could help.
Um, I was not aware of this until I started researching it. But Erasmus offers a, uh, some sort of funding for when you go uh, for like living accommodation and basic needs. Is that is that does everyone get that, or is that only for specific people? Do you mean now the the regular scholarship for Erasmus? Uh, yes, uh, scholarship is a better word to use that. Yeah, now. exactly. So if you go abroad with the Erasmus Plus program, which is uh, mostly in the European countries, mm -hmm. then everybody gets a scholarship. Is it all the same, or is it based upon the the it cost is, of living? Uh, yeah, it's based uh, based upon the country you're uh, going to study in. Okay. And um, they're divided into three groups of uh, of um, what the costs, living costs are. Okay. In the destination, so it's um, you either get uh, 520 euros a month or 470 euros a month. Okay, um, was in arena, you know, for your time in Germany, was that scholarship enough money to cover all your bills and expenses, or did you save up a pre advanced? It uh, covered only my uh, rent, rent, yeah, but uh, Cologne is an expensive city, okay, especially when it comes to rent, like Berlin is cheaper, for example. All right, so but this, but. Do you think that's an issue for uh, Erasmus as a whole, the fact that they're looking at it by country base instead of not like regional areas? No, no, no? it's not. Because you know where you're going. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they don't sell, sell say, send 12-year-olds there. No, 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 I know. So we're supposed to know by then where we're going and how much they're going to spend. we got to do our research. It, it can get tough, but it can get tough because of poor planning. Yeah. So, no. So it really depends if you go okay. to Norway with 520 euros yeah. a month or to Greece, there's a difference. Yeah, those two so. are going to be vastly different. One, you're going to lose money. The other one, you're just going to lose money. Um. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it depends on your lifestyle as well. Okay. So. Um, and also on that note, we uh, talked earlier outside the studio about special needs accommodation. Um, and is that, could you just go further depth into what that was? Mm -hmm. It's a special needs support okay. that the Erasmus Plus program can offer. It's meant for those uh, students who either have a mental or a physical uh, condition, okay. which does not allow them to go and study abroad without an additional support or grant. So it doesn't mean that it needs to be a, a disability, what you can really see. Yeah. Like, um, or it can also be a, a diabetes, for example. Uh. So, or if you have uh, chronic back pain and you need to go uh, to um, visit therapist yeah. in, the, in the foreign country, then you can apply for that support as well. Okay, but like my ADHD is not going to get me any extra cash, is what I'm asking for. Um, as as it is a mental disorder, you can definitely apply. apply. You can mm -hmm. uh, you can uh, note it in the application form okay. or uh, contact me directly. Okay, uh, running running out of notes essentially. Special, so we've done the special needs accommodation. And there is everything. also uh, this uh, needs-based allowance yeah. that we should talk about as well. It's uh, This is meant for, for the students who come from a financially disadvantaged background. Okay. And if they receive already a needs-based allowance from, est from the Estonian government, they can apply for, for additional top-up uh, uh, for Erasmus program as well. Does that only apply, though, to Estonians, though? Yes, in that sense. Ah, okay. So as immigrants are... Uh, <laughs> So well, well the as they as they get this support from the Estonian government, uh, uh -huh. and this is uh, an approval document that uh, the student is from a financially disadvantaged background, and this is a document that we can accept in mm -hmm. order to offer a top up for Marisol's programs. Well. Okay, but uh, in the situation that someone is an immigrant and is just getting by, and they choose to do the Erasmus because they want to pursue the same sort of a um, 
get the same experiences. They're already here. They want to do everything else everyone else is doing. They want to do the rest, but it's even though they're getting the scholarship grant, it is still financially taxing on them. Um, is it possible to get other streams of funding from Erasmus or the Estonian government to help back them? From Erasmus, uh, not, but I I cannot give you um, a, a, an answer about the Estonian government yet, so okay. I would need to look up it, look up that. Oh, that's fine. Uh, did you go to Erasmus? Yes, I did. Where did you go? I did, I went to the south of Germany to Constance. Oh, okay. And how did you find your experience? There? I loved it. So I Ooh. have one of the, some some of the greatest memories from that time. So and I met a lot of good people. Okay. And I communicate uh, Still until today. today. Exactly. That's good to hear. Uh, would you recommend your school f to go back to that one, or would you recommend somewhere else? Well, of course I would recommend it, but uh, this school is not an EBS partner, so <laughs> oh, shoot. I went with another university. <laughs> oh, speaking of other universities, um, I know that EBS works with Modash uh, as w the, the Australian school. Mod Monash. Monash, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, is that a similar process to going from Erasmus to doing Monash? It's the same application. Same application form. Exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. But the scholarship grant does not come from Erasmus itself. Does it come from another organization, or is there no scholarship available for them? There is no uh, currently no uh, scholarship available for the countries who do not belong to the Erasmus Plus program. So, But a good thing is that uh, an EBS student does not need to pay their tuition fee. Okay. So. Oh, that's good to go. Uh, I got the signal uh, from... Oh. And these universities are really very, very good. So yeah. it's a good thing to go be able to go and study somewhere without paying the tuition fee. Is there a way... I remember when I was in uh, junior high, they were we started doing our college lectures. And they were pretty much saying that there's some universities that you can... Like in Bel um, Bulgaria, they partner with Harvard in the United States. And you can essentially do four years in Harvard and get a whole Harvard degree, but only paying Bulgarian rates. Is that possible to do with Erasmus? No, that is not possible with Erasmus. It's only the exchange to um, studies, so okay. for maximum 12 months. Okay. Um, I got the signal from Rico. It's about time to wrap up. Do you have any final comments you would like to leave the viewer or anything that would be the advice to give them for someone who's, who is considered doing or not considering it and then what they should look at as what they could get out of the experience? Well, um I've talked to many people who have uh, been on exchange studies and I have never heard anyone say that they regret it. So definitely it's an experience that you should do mm -hmm. because when you're already like over 30, for example, then you look back and you wish you had done it. So yeah. uh, definitely mm. my big recommendation. <laughs> it's a quality recommendation. I Especially would Especially now there is a mobility window. Exactly. Just, just do it. It has EBS has made it really easy for the students to to go abroad and yeah. come back and come back as yeah. well. <laughs> uh, would you would you say that EBS is in the for on the foreground of encouraging all students to attend this program? Of course, yes, okay. with the mobility window and the twenty percent discount as well. Yeah. I Everything think everybody should go who can. Sweet, Irene, do you want to follow up with anything? No, no, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, everything's great. Just do it. Just do it. Just go, Rico. <laughs> We're just going. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in for this episode, and we will see you in the coming uh, week, I guess. All right, ciao.